Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yeah. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Ongoing support for The Core Show is brought to you by patreon.com slash core show. Head there today and support us now. Yes. Have you heard the one about the Nathrazine Baker? He was a bread lord! <laughs> this is Core. Seriously, that's why we used infected grain to spread the plague of undeath. It was his thing. <laughs> All right, now I get the Breadlord reference we had in Slack. I didn't know it until I played it, so well done. He was Bo. a Breadlord! It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Uh, it what? made me think of you. Like, you have a sound file that sounds like it, or you sound like it. I, I don't know. Oh. I think he does sound a little bit like Scott. You, do you think like I sound like voice. the like Dreadlord Malganus? Well, or maybe I, I think it may be a Nicholas different Cage. guy, but he sounds like Tassadar. It sounds like the same voice actor as Tassadar, but pitched way low. Oh, it could be him, actually. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely shades of that, for mm, sure. Yeah. But um, what's the Nick Cage thing? Uh, which it one? was a blood bag oh. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't a blood bag. Hold on. I got it right here. It's uh, Nick Cage yells the following exclamation. <laughs> You're going to laugh when you hear it because it's so not blood bag. Okay, here you go. Pissed blood! <laughs> yeah, no. That's not, not the one? I swear there's... No. Well, think of the intonation. 
He was a bread lord. You know, something, something like that. Like make him eat rice. There's something, there's okay. something there. It made me think of you. Scott. Well, here's yeah. Nicholas Cage grunting. <clears throat> okay, that's not it. Here's one with a something with a hoop. <clears throat> okay, and then uh, here's one. <laughs> that's all I got. I don't have any other Nick Cage stuff that I know of. Uh, that is woefully underfull of Nicolas Cage quotes. Well, here's another one. Benevolent God, we're not asked such things a oh. man. Oh, <laughs> it's it's nobody helps him. Oh, nobody helps him is um uh, Captain Kirk. Nobody helps okay. him. Okay, hold on. We're gonna, I'll, think... I'll give you that one too. Here you go. This is William Shatner saying nobody helps him while preparing to make a song for one of his albums in his 80s. Here you go. Nobody helps him. Is it that one? Yeah, that's that. He was this a, a red lord. <laughs> it's the same, it's the same like you know musical notes or whatever intonation. Same cake cadence. Sure. Good one, Monica in the chat room. She got it. She figured it out. Well done, Monica. That's what she does. She figures things out. Hey everybody, welcome back to Core. This is Core. We talk about Heroes of the Storm. We are Dame sabotage. sabotage. We are very close. To uh, BlizzCon, and uh, we're uh, as we get closer, uh, some cool things have been happening. In fact, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't think we'd get a hero announcement before the big uh, event, which is interesting because maybe they have more plans. Announcement, and here it is. <laughs> yeah, like straight up, not only announcement, but also here it is on the PTR, and oh, next week you'll have it. Like that came out so of were, nowhere. There were a few teases over the weekend, but they were really obtuse. Yeah, and it was like, all here's some minions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like BlizzCon soon. We don't have time for this crap. Yeah. Well, some minions. Yeah. And the minions weren't even reacting in a way that necessarily made the most sense for a dreadlord. <laughs> like the first picture was just a bunch of minions just looking suspicious. Yeah. Like it was, they were posing for a jazz album cover or something. <laughs> yeah, this is the minions finally. Finally, the minions are together. To yeah. They're on tour. You got the sassy mage with his pipe just sitting there smoking. He's yep. just like, hmm, that's what I do when I see a dreadlord. Mm, I need to examine this. And then the next one, the dreadlord's just smacking him around like crazy. I love the idea of a of an inquisitive wizard who's just like, hmm, I must know more about this pale demon. Hmm. So Mal Gainus, uh, Gannis. Gannis or Gainus? Gannis. Greg Luganus. Pretty sure it's Malganus. Say the word Gainus. Okay, (laughs) I do like saying Gainus. Um, I'm uh, excited about him, and we'll talk about him in a sec. uh, Pronunciation. Yeah, it's Utah. Hey, you got that right. We say Utah. Like if you're a if you're from Utah, you're a Utah. Did you know that? Utah sounds like a race of people. Isn't that what they use to get around on Hoth? Well, (laughs) no, those are Tauntauns. See, here's the thing. The Utes are the Indian tribe that used to live here before we, before everyone came and wiped them out. Yes, the Utes. Oh, a freak! Uh, really timely, my cousin Vinny reference right there for everybody. Yeah, good job. I think anyone who lived in 1993 or whatever that was will remember what you're talking about. But uh, okay, great. Uh, Fred Willard, no, whatever his name is. What was his name? Fred, the guy that played Mr. Munster, the Munster uh, Frankenstein man. Anyway. I want to call him Herman, but I think that's because that was the character he played. Herman Munster. Yeah, that's not a Fred Willard. Fred. Oh, it's going to bug me now. Fred. He was in Pet Cemetery also. He's the neighbor that went, ah, I wouldn't go out there if I were you. He had that voice. Had to, he did that like New England thing. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> dead is better. Yeah, that's him. Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Spider Gwen, they call him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll get to that. We'll talk about him. Malganus. Ga- Ganus. <laughs> I thought you were Fred Quinn. I thought you were going to come up again on the show. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Malganus, Anus, Anus. What is it, Anus? Malganus. Ma- Malganus. For Utahns, it's Malganus. For the rest of the world, Malganus. Yeah. Oh, the whole point was the Utes. We kicked him out of here because because uh, the white man, you know, we kind of suck. Uh, and then, uh, but we kept it. Utah is based on the name of the of the tribe. And then uh, when you so to shorten it, so if you say if you're an Alabaman, that's what you do is you put a little Ammon at the end there, right? Or if you're a yeah. New Yorker, or you're a, a Colorado Coloradoan, I think is what they I'm say. A Phoenician. Phoenician. You're wait, really? Yeah. Whoa. They say Phoenician. Yeah, we get super fancy if you uh, refer to us. Arizona. Way fancier than the town would suggest. Yeah, Phoenix. You're not, Phoenician. You're just not a Phoenixonian. It's a Phoenician. It's Billy Ocean. Wow. Wow. It's good, it's, right? It's Billy Ocean. Get out of my dreams. Get into my car. Yeah. So where do you go for your poetry readings on Fridays? Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's one in every corner, Bo. Beats. The local speakeasy? It's called yeah. Beats. Uh, no, they. Uh, uh, that's great to know that, actually. But everyone always makes fun of us because Utah sounds weird to them. Well, what do you expect? What are we supposed to do? Utahbalite? Uto- Utosian. Utosian. Okay, you actually came up with a better one. That's pretty good. I think they serve Utahns at the local Chinese food restaurant. No, oh, of course they do. They, they, <laughs> I get it. They like us here, though. By the I way, every Chinese, every this has nothing to do with Heroes of the Storm, obviously, but every Chinese restaurant in my state, I swear, I'm sure there are exceptions, but I swear they all have the word gold, gold or golden in it. The golden bowl, yeah. the golden walk, the golden corral. Oh, that's a different thing. A golden, uh, whatever. It's always golden, we a, golden. We have golden monkey and golden palace here. What's up with that? How come? What's the gold about? It's gold. It's the uh, color of royalty and riches. Oh, yeah. all right. You get to feel fancy when you go eat. Leave it to our our D and D BM BM DM <laughs> to. Uh... <laughs> that was in the last episode, though. You were. Yeah. There was BNB quite a BM. quite a BM in the last it's episode. Now wrapped in towels for some reason. <laughs> I just wanted to. I don't know what. I'd lessen the problem is what I was trying to do, but I'm never going in there again. Uh, there will be dungeons.com if you guys are interested in what that's all about. Anyway, so we'll talk oh, wait, about that. Yeah, Mel Gaines. We'll talk about him. Gannis. See, you got me doing it wrong now. It's backwards. Uh, but we're not going to do that just yet. Um, in between heroes games uh this is also you know we're in the fall season which means new games are coming out things are getting exciting in that regard uh red dead redemption 2 is right around the corner a lot of cool stuff happening and john and i are playing uh, assassin's creed odyssey here and there and um john you made mention here in the notes about um in that game it's the little things that you like and how that relates to heroes i'm very curious about so so explain yourself and let's see let's see what you're talking about yeah, I got yesterday I was I was getting ready to stop, getting ready to call it a day, and I probably got another hour out of playing Odyssey from what was just the smallest detail in the game. And it was I was on the high seas, uh, you know, doing what you do, and I got attacked by pirates, and I got in a big fun ship battle, and it, it gets to a point where once you have depleted all the health of the vessel, you can either sink it outright or you can board the ship 
and then you get in melee combat on the enemy ship. And just before everybody goes over, your crew lines the deck and does that thing where they bang their swords on their shields and mm-hmm. start going, huh, huh, and they just chant in unison. And just that, and then leaping over to an enemy ship, I was like, this is the best game. Yeah. I'm so in love with this game. It's pretty great. Like, the detail on that sort of stuff is a very nice addition. Uh, they don't just have something phase over or video game trickery, you know? Where it's just like, oh, now you're on the other ship, or oh, everyone else faded away, but you're in front. Now you're on the ship, and now suddenly they're like, they don't do that. You you actually, they jump over onto that ship, they fight, they take it down, and when they're done, they raise their swords in the air and scream, and you get off the boat, and it sinks. It's great. It's a really good time. It's such a, that's such a tiny detail, just like, oh, we put in a sound effect and an animation of people going, and banging swords and shields together. But it got me so excited for the game and to tie it back into Heroes a little bit. Um, there's a couple things like that in Heroes. And I was curious if you guys have any of them. Mm. Uh, because for me, Diablo is a key one for me. Like Diablo's kit is so perfect to what that character is when you think about it. This character that if you get too close to me or if you put yourself in the wrong position, I'm just going to charge you and grab you and slam you. And it makes him a very intimidating hero that you want to avoid. Um, it makes him the Lord of Terror. Yeah. You know, you should you should be careful around him. And that little detail, just the way his kit feeds into that fantasy, um, is one of the things that got me into the character and the role of warriors in that game in general mm. so for me that's a you know maybe a little bigger than banging swords and shields together with it being his whole kit but it was one of those things that is kind of a small detail that really sells the game for me i agree there's lots of that stuff in the game blizzard of course i don't know i feel like they're forever known uh for this sort of polish and certainly the heroes team has always made it pretty clear one of their goals in the beginning is character and story is kind of first like what is the what is this character and then we'll build the fun around him so if you're gonna make if you're gonna pull thrall in there what are you gonna do um it's more important that he's very thrall like and less important that he has some crazy ability that makes no sense for thrall and so i think they've always kind of had their eye on that it's funny you should bring this up though because and we can just lead right into this um and bo i would throw this to you one of the things that seems exciting about Malganus. I'm getting it now. I can say it. Is that he? There is clearly an adherence to character type, archetype, archetype. Um, his kit and everything, the way he walks, just reflects everything we know and have ever known about this titular bad guy in the history of of Warcraft, and it's really exciting. Now, his, his kit's a separate issue, but his kit also, you know, sort of feeds on that. But I'm curious if you. Uh, if you glommed right onto him immediately, like how do you feel about him? Have you played him on the test server? Like, what did you think of Malganus, and what do you think of his details? Well, I would say the, the exciting thing that gets me jazzed is always the the voiceover work for all the characters. Yeah. I mean, I do it for the beginning of the show, but it's a labor of love. I actually enjoy listening to the weird things they shout, and I'm always sad when these things get their volume reduced or lessened because to me, it's a big selling point for mm-hmm. suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. i just find to really get into characters when their voice work is great 
Illidan still the greatest in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, Malganus is exciting for other reasons. I mean, it definitely helps having that Blizzard quality on it and having that attention to the detail. There's extensive amount of interactions as the hero roster gets bigger. This the part of the VO that's like say a thing when the match starts or have a pithy response in in response is is get growing more and more extensive. <laughs> you got to say something to Murky. You got to say something to Uther. You got for something personal to say to Jane. I like. Um, I only wish sometimes it come up more. Like um, there's kill callouts when you kills. You know, if uh, Uther kills Jaina, Uther's like, oh, I'm sorry, Jaina. Why am I doing this? Like that kind of thing. Like, you don't, I find that doesn't jump out as much to me. And it's probably because wrong comms, but also I feel like they've done a lot to reduce the amount of audio clutter, which is a shame because that's a huge selling point. Right. And Malganus is pretty, he bros down pretty hard. Mm-hmm. This, so that's exciting. I love I love the voice and the, the ragdoll is a big plus for me. Yeah. The ragdoll's amazing in this game. Yeah, uh, and just all the animations generally. Like, there's nothing better than starting a game and saying, "Hey guys, look, I'm Tychus. I'm going to oil myself up <laughs> to the disgust of everyone else." Like <laughs> stuff like that. Those nice little touches they really help make this game a lot of fun. And they would it, the game wouldn't be what it is without them. So yeah. I'm glad they are sticking to it with even their new heroes. And once again, Malganus. Uh, it, so far, at least in the spotlight video, very um, true to his his nature. Like the dude just looks like a big nasty dreadlord stomping through town, looking like he owns the place. Uh, I think this is the best rendition of him. Like I don't think he's ever looked so good in any of his incarnations, like World of Warcraft or Warcraft Three or any of that stuff. I think he looks really incredible here. And from what I can tell, and I didn't go onto the PTR and mess with him, but he seems like he's also a great deal of fun with a lot of sort of self-sustain and, and other things that seem to make him pretty useful. Do we have any analog for him right now? Do we? Is there any other character we can point to and go, well, this is a lot like Malganus is going to be? Uh, I would say no. So talking about his mechanics, mm-hmm. it's weird how he's such a, such a butch dude and has these butch abilities, and then I'm going to put you to sleep. <laughs> like, like it's it's such a it's such a like um it's so anachronistic to what you're seeing but it still it makes it i think that's what makes it awesome it's just like i'm gonna shred you and i'm gonna shoot bats and dark energy at you and oh sleep now sleep <laughs> it's just like the weirdest weirdest thing yeah um he certainly has mechanics i think that are you know, he's got the w aoe effect which is a lot of on on heroes um and one of his alts is like life binder from alex Straza, except you can do it to an enemy team member uh so there's similarities but all in all i'd say he's pretty unique yeah wow i I just want to jump in because chat room said riven with self heals and hp which is a league of legends reference and it's one I got because Riven is literally one of two characters I played in League of Legends. Oh, so. interesting. I never played Riven, actually. Is she, is she like Riven? I, I don't remember. I played Riven a little bit. I think the thing was that she had like a combo sword attack, which is very oh. similar to that, that yeah. three claw thing. I'm looking it up now. Broken hands. wings. Riven dashes towards the nearest target. Dealing damage. It can be activated twice in the next four seconds. Refreshing the timer third damage does a more third the third attack does more damage and knocks them up 
But I mean, yeah. that's nothing new. We had Karthus's ult on uh, Mephisto, the last hero. Right. Like, yeah, these are mobile mechanics that they're finding interesting ways to put in. Definitely not mad at it. I'm just happy I understood the League of Legends reference. Yeah, usually I don't at all. Well, I didn't even they, this time. So When they make a character just like, uh, I think her name is Sivir or Sever. S-I-V-I-R, I think. Yeah. Uh, when we get that, then it's going to be a thing because that's the character I played almost exclusively in League of Legends. What do you think about this talent where I'm just watching it in the intro video right now where he, he goes blind in order to pull it off? I think, I don't know if I'll ever take it, but I think it's an amazing talent. I mean, it's, like, it's so flaily and out. You don't know what you're hitting, do you? So I mean, the, the joke is that you'll just use it to run away. And then to run away, you'll be like, uh, 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 like Malganis, like, it's time to retreat. Okay, wait a second. He puts a blindfold on. He's like, runs away. Well, they, they, they show early on, they show Felclaws doing just that. His cue, he uses to get out of um, Kel'Thuzad's freaking ice monkey thing he does look at that. whoop zip zap boop look like, make him unstoppable though no but it just it's basically a get out of dodge move it's a it's a scooch out of the way move that it isn't supposed to in in theory it should just be an attack but so he's using Hero's it to, Hearth has called the talent blind as a bizat <laughs> i'd like great. to point out that that might be an error it's pretty is good. Is it an error or is it a feature? Yeah. I mean, Heroes Heart is trying to be the number one website, uh, <laughs> Heroes website with its meme game on point. Perhaps it's um, the greatest thing you've ever heard, is what you're saying. Is a bizet. Yeah. It's pretty good. So it doesn't make you unstoppable. It removes the cooldown of mana cost of Fell Claws and you lose all vision for six seconds. Right. So you can't get out of any kind of lockdown, it sounds like, unless that's what the Q does. But you could get the H out. One way or the other. I mean, you could, I yeah, mean, no, you're you, gonna, you can make up some ground if you, well, yeah, if you're, I guess if you're locked down, you can't, but all I'm saying is, seems I, like I a, like the idea of like Leoric and tubes you just as you go blind and you're like, I can't move. <laughs> just bouncing around like a crazy. Yeah, you just I be don't stuck. know what's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he looks great. I mean, I'm usually i'm excited about anybody who comes to the game but i'm pretty excited about him as a tank um you know he looks great and we haven't had a warrior in a while i don't think well the, the word around the campfire is he might not be super good as a, a solo tank he might be uh, your second warrior interesting just because his toolkit is not very <clears throat> it's more concerned with doing damage and not really crowd control situations mm. so you're still going to want something, I think, with a little more hard CC, but <clears throat> could be wrong. Uh, you know, you, it might still work out in our home games because, you know, having just a big body with a deep health pool might be enough. Yeah. Yeah. But like HGC wise, I don't, I don't think he, he's going to do it. Speaking of which, he is a wide load, man. He should have a sign on him that says, look out, because I am. He's a, he's a big and big boy. Yeah. I really like him. I think he plays incredibly fun. I just did it in try mode because I don't have him yet, but um, I I had so much fun. Like it's one of those times where frequently I get in try mode. I try talents, I try builds, and you know once I've kind of seen everything, it's like all right, I'm out of here. And I just sat there and farmed Arthas for so long because I was just having fun doing his combo. 
the, uh, the, Q, the Q button's well animated, well voiced, like the hua, 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 like it's it's just visceral. So you talk about nice touches in games like Assassin's Creed. It's like they went, they pulled out all the stops to make this guy sound and look exactly as you described, Scott. Yeah. Like, like he's your worst nightmare. He's a butch meathead from. Yeah, the twisting nether. <laughs> with, like, with a ready little... to go to the gym. Brr, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do my reps on your head. Well, what's great is he also has um, sleep now. He's he's also got that kind of sinister vibe to him. So he's all of that, but he's smart. You know, he always has been just kind of smart and tricksy and all that stuff. And uh, I think he looks great. I think there's good. one more thing that's super good about it. What's that? Uh, his skins because dreadlords traditionally yeah. are just recolors of each other, basically, um, which also wasn't very consistent through Warcraft, uh, is, is what we've learned. But uh, my favorite thing is he has a skin that basically makes him Tychondrius, which is the dreadlord I wanted in the game just because I'm obsessed with all things Sylvanas uh, or Vermathris. Sorry, I picked the wrong one. Uh, Veramathris, who was the one that Sylvanas uh, imprisoned for so long, um, and you can you can basically be him through. They just have a skin that makes him that one. Yeah, so that's that awesome. Stuff is cool. What do you think of the space one though? That cool looking the space one it's, that looks Pharaoh. It's like Demon Pharaoh. Demon Pharaoh. Yeah, <laughs> it's for somebody. It's not my favorite. I, I kind of like it. it. <laughs> I think it's I like cool. It. Yeah, his face, like inside that little blast shield, is cracking me up. That's the problem. I think <laughs> <laughs> it's the blast shield. That's yeah. what you don't like about it. I don't know. He's like a weird, freaky vampire man, and then he's just stuffed in this dumb helmet. I don't know. He looks like the what was the really bad first-person shooter where it was all about nectar. And there were a lot of octagons. What? Nectar? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, hold on. No, no, no. I know this. Uh, what was that? Hexen? No. Oh, I loved Hexen. I loved Hexen. Hexen was great. Um, uh, hold on. Bad. Serious Haze. Sam? Hayes. Chat room Hayes. 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 That's it. And they all, it he was looks, lots of yellows and stuff. Bright yellows yeah, in that game. He yeah. looks like the protagonist, the Hayes, and that's <laughs> Seen Hayes. Hayes was not very popular and it didn't stick around very long, but it had a lot of hype before it came out. But it wasn't a great game. Uh, I remember this cover. Yeah, it wasn't a great game it's when it finally launched. All about the nectar, man. Yeah, wasn't it? What? Uh, when was that? What was? When was that out? Not in '64. That's too early. This would have been PS2. Uh, yeah, probably around there. PS2, PS3, ish, maybe 360. I don't know. I found a video just to anyway. watch it, and the YouTube username is Boners Games. Boners yeah, Games. That was uh, that was that book where at the very end he found out all those times he thought he was getting a virtual boner. It was real. Yeah, and he said, "I'll be tribute," and they said, "You're not a real boner," and mm-hmm. he turned around and went home. <laughs> We've just covered the span of young adult fiction. It's great. <laughs> it's the whole thing. <laughs> uh, well done, everyone. Anyway, he'll be here. Uh, soon so get in the pcr if you want to play them now it is a little unusual to have them do like this kind of immediate announcement you're probably right that it's because blizzcon's coming and they don't have time for anything else so that's cool but does this give you guys any ideas about i don't know some sneaky peek going on for blizzcon that they got a character out of the way so they could make room for something else or 
Well, there's usually that weird lull that happens at BlizzCon where, you know, that takes up a week and then you get back and then it's a couple weeks until something else comes out. And I think this puts them in a real good place to show something at BlizzCon and say, all right, this is coming out soon on the PTR and and all of that. I just I think it puts them in a real good spot with where a hero has released. But I have no idea who they're going to show at BlizzCon. They usually save something special for it. And I I don't know what that would be at this point. Mm. They've got a fairly big commitment to doing events. Like we just we're just in the middle of this um Raven Lord deal, the rise of the Raven Lord. Yeah. Like that was an event that's got stuff associated with it. Like you know, as much as we say is like here's Malganus go, I imagine the content's already been because they work a year ahead, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever they're working on, whatever they're releasing has been pretty much done done, I think. Sounds like with the slower release schedule. I got but it. Probably just all their like marketing PR efforts are just like, okay, we need to have less and less people as they get closer work on what they're doing for BlizzCon. Yeah. I can't imagine they're gonna have nothing this year at BlizzCon. You know, oh. I think it's gonna be another big full court press oh, like yeah. it last year. Yeah, I think so too. Well, there's no Even way. No, there seems to be less panels for it. Right. I think the only time this happens is like last year with Diablo going kind of very quiet. Uh which uh, in the one hand made everybody go, ooh, they holding something till the end, or you know, like what are they gonna spring on us or whatever? I think that was just the year before they're ready to go nuts with it. Heroes is not that kind of game, at least, you know. It's not like they've they've got a sequel plan for a few years from now or something like that. So I, I think it'll be just like everything else. It'll it'll be like Overwatch in terms of, you know, stage time and showing something new. The question you is don't what, know what goes on behind. Blizzard might have been planned for last year and then, you know, it was like, Nope, not ready. Like oh, that's Diablo, yeah. You know, they can change that in mid flight. I, I don't know. We don't know if they're meeting their internal targets for it or not. We know how Blizzard is about quality first, so not hard to imagine that they were like, oh, we just can't do it. Uh, and then something else on the yeah. schedule, you know, that kind of thing. So, sure. Well, I'm excited one way or the other. Maybe more so now because having them slip one in makes me super curious. I just thought we wouldn't hear anything until then. So now that yeah, we know Good this, on them for, for just keeping up the pace. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm. Gives us something to talk about during our uh, Thursday panels. And Lashes was totally sitting on news last week. Totally. And she and she faked it pretty good, and she yeah, didn't know anything. I, I just want to point out that when we were sitting there saying, "Well, tomorrow or the next day is when everything comes out," that's when the teases started dropping. Yep, yep. She knew. So tricky. She knew the whole time. Yeah, she did have all the news. Poking tricky. around, tricking everybody. Um. All right. Well, there's that. Let's see what else is happening. Uh, there's a patch included with this PTR, of course. Uh, there's some Anna changes. And uh, her heels will mostly work, not work on minions. I didn't know oh, they worked no, that's on separate. That's a separate thing. Oh, what's going on I with her? I combined it into a single note for confusion. Oh, wait a minute. Are you telling me across the board, healers are going to have less healing possibilities with minions? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, that's okay. It's fine. <laughs> what if I told you uh, <laughs> that certain support abilities will not work on will only work on heroes and they were circle of life breath of life on alexstrasza pixie dust on brightwing healing brew on lily which why would you should never have that work on lily yeah. uh healing totem on rhaegar uh earth shield also on rhaegar 
Light of a Loon on Taronda, and Holy Light on Easter. Interesting. But I can still... Hold on, let me think who I always heal with. It's a minion, if I want. I mean, Morales was always the fun one, because you'd safeguard it and just keep it pumped up forever. Yeah, They're I leaving think. that in place. Lieutenant Morales will continue to be able to... No, I don't think you can do it anymore. I think some heroes were already affected by this change. Uh, they, they, yeah, they, I don't think she's done it for a while, but maybe it's just because... It makes she was kind of muted anyway because as soon as she got that energy system instead of mana, doing that to a minion was, would be a horrible use of somebody's man, of energy. Like it's a bad. I just say they said in their notes, yeah. uh, some are being left in for their gameplay, like Lieutenant Morales's healing beam, oh. so that she can heal herself. Interesting. All right, oh, so she. It's funny. I I played Lieutenant Morales today. Oh, you did. Yeah, uh, and I didn't did heal, heal a minion, minion? Not, a, not a once, and I feel like I tried to, and it didn't work. No. It's a missed opportunity, though. But, but I maybe I'm just bad. So I know you can't. I had a funny, I had a funny experience with this quest thing, by the way. Mm. You know oh, the, yeah. the quest event going on? Mm. Just as yeah. a little sidebar. Uh, win two games with support. And I've been winning games filling up this quest log, like doing oh, I'm go, tearing through it. Win game one, and then I go on a six lose <laughs> game losing streak. Like, I just need to win one support game. Oh my god. I oh, tried yeah. every support I could think of, including Morales. I'm like, surely I'll win with this one. <laughs> Did, you, did you ever get it? Yeah, did you ever get it? it? Just yeah, 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 I did it. Just okay. The show, I finally. Well done. Go back, go back to Anna. She's broken, OP. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's talk about the Anna change. You were excited about this, Bo, right? What's, what's changing? <gasps> oh no, I didn't. I didn't read this change. Honestly, the whole bunch of patch notes came out, and I went, "Ah, I'll look at it later." Um, and I'm looking at it now. Uh, her <laughs> healing dart will pierce targets at full health. That's nice. It's nice. It's good. I mean, it actually happened to me um, where, you know, this we had a pretty derpy Rainer uh, on our team. Like, he, he <laughs> charged in 1v5 by himself under an enemy tower with all five enemy team members present, shot Hyperion, and proceeded to just explode. And he, did, he wasn't trolling. He was actually just not very good at the game. <laughs> so every time I was trying to heal the Zuljin who'd get really low, and full health Rainer was constantly walking in front of him. He's like, who? Huh? What every time? Every time I was like, "Stop standing in front of me!" Damn it! Yeah. Uh, so this is actually this is a good quality of life change. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Obviously, they're paying attention to that very, very specific use case, which is good. I always like when I see that. Uh, by the way, uh, you mentioned just briefly, Lily should never uh, peel a minion. Yeah, it's usually really hard. Like if if there are any other heroes around or you're hurt at all, it prioritizes you regardless so even if there's if there's a minion that's near death has like one point left it will still prioritize you over that minion so it was never a big deal you almost had to know you were doing it and also the circle goes under their feet when it's going to be your target and and Mm -hmm. and so if you hit q you're going to hit them but it would never do it because if you're playing lily in a proper healing way you're always hanging around the team anyway or at least one or two and it will always prioritize you over a minion, regardless of how low that minion is. So wasn't that yeah, big a deal? I guess my one thought of like the use case is you're trying to heal up your team. Nobody else is in range. A guy's about to walk into range, and then he's oh a butterfly, and he turns around and walks out right as you hit Q. Yeah. Now you're on cooldown, and some minion somewhere is like, I feel good. <laughs> uh, so I guess that won't that one specific case won't happen anymore. Yeah, which is probably good because those those do happen. Someone in the chat room pointed out about this healing dart piercing now. 
this is going to mess with a bunch of Carbot jokes in some of his animations, uh, yeah. where specifically Rainer's always getting in front <clears throat> and taking the dart when when he's not the intended well, target. The Pierce is just at full health. I, I expect Rainer to take one point of damage all the time and eat the, <laughs> eat the heal. Right. Yeah, actually, I think it makes for a funnier Carbot joke where. He takes one little blast and then still takes the dart anyway. It got me to thinking, though, unlike the game, well, like Blizzard has to be careful, especially with Overwatch, because this is even more true over there because they're making so many animated shorts all the time. But when they make an animated short, they have to be careful not to give the short an ability that will then either get stripped later or added to or whatever. Uh, like the diva one, it just feels dangerous because diva in that in that short has her rocket barrage thing, mm-hmm. uh, but she didn't have that for pff, a year, two years or whatever. That's like a yeah, newish thing. Yeah, I don't thing. even know what that is. Yeah, it's really great. I love it, but they chose to include that in there, and I always go, ooh. Like if they ever do like a straight up um, Symmetra short, it's just dangerous because she gets changed and overhauled constantly, and whatever you put in that video is not going to be there later. It's like. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, you probably do because we played it a bunch, but the beta version of Bastion was um, he had that big shield he could put out in front of him. And, oh, yeah. And he can only that. rotate, what, 60 degrees or something? Like, there were big changes to him. Imagine if they had done a Bastion short with that big, you know, thing out in front. Like, it's just, <clears throat> you feel like you have to go back and patch your videos. And I wonder if Carbot ever feels like that. If, like, if he goes too ham on a funny idea that could get completely yanked out of the game. Like, it's just an interesting idea. Just creatively, I was thinking, like, well, what's what's that like for him? Does he have to plan ahead for that? Or I guess, like, I guess, like, part of it is, like, but if these are the things at the forefront of the zeitgeist. It's good for him, for the views, yeah, to be prescient and not to be, you know, I don't know. Like, and just, he, it just seems like he's moving forward with the Carbot Enterprise. There's new videos all the damn time. It's like a, it's like power. It's like a workhouse. Like, it's just always constantly new stuff coming out of there. So. Sure, sure. Yeah. And he's not I afraid guess. to hit old content. I watched that Samura one that just came out. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. Oh, I missed. I, man, I don't see Samura anymore. Like, I know. I just never see him. He's, he's still in the game, though. Yeah, he's still. He's still. <laughs> expect mm-hmm. a, re, a rework soon, maybe, or something. Uh, I have a question, though. Has anyone seen this meat wagon? Yeah. So apparently, next week, I haven't seen it. Next week, there's a new mount coming called Meat Wagon. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, that's got to be a stitches thing. We yeah? know what it look. Is it in the game? Is it in the PTR client? It's in the PTR client. Yeah, it's got to be. That has to be a stitches thing, right? It's got to be. Um, I, it, I think it's a it's a reference to the old catapult unit in Warcraft Three. Right. Uh, it it looks like it's going to be a little scooter with like meat grinders on the front of it, and for some reason, a very poorly placed like like the back part of the seat. It looks like a giant board with nails sticking out where your head would go. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I mean, look, I understand that there's a level of, John, why are you concerned about safety and security for a meat wagon? It's literally designed to ride over the top of people and chop them into bits. But mm-hmm. I just feel like if you create a vehicle and you put, like, essentially a paranormal not paranormal activity what was the movie where all the teenagers died from death died from oh uh uh they had three of them (laughs) they died from death final destination yes final destination 
Yeah. If you basically do death's job in setting up you the layout of your vehicle, like that's a problem. Yeah. No, that's yeah, a good point. I put, I put it in our um I put it in the Discord. You can see it there, Scott. Oh, Wait, is there I mean yeah, I'm digging in here trying to find it. I'm not having much Oh, look at this. It looks like a bargain bin wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, deck like you sit on you sit on top metal. of it. Hold on, I can't. Like, why are there spikes on the seafrest? <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, it's it's a little scoopery. Uh, it's it's almost like a. I mean, it's a meat wagon all crunched down into a small, bite-sized little truck. Thing. They've basically turned Nash Magard's weapon into a seat back. <laughs> they totally did. It just needs a little nail sticking out of it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, well, it's even got the little spike. That's great. I love it. Uh, that's cool. I'm actually very excited about that. When I was playing Warcraft 3, I mostly played Undead. I loved that when I'd play multiplayer or whatever. We used to have these LAN parties in that game, and it was ridiculous. But we would play, I would always play Undead uh, without fail. And I would also sort of uh, economy rush to get those damn things, to get the meat wagons, and I would just dominate with them. I hated it. I kind of hated it, that game at the end of it, though. By the time we were done playing that every week for, like, months, I hated, I hated Warcraft. I was you done. done. I was done. You know what I didn't like? It's the thing that turns into MOBAs. It's, it's what brought us MOBAs is the thing I liked least about that game, which was the hero unit. I hated that. I hated a hero unit. I hated leveling him. I hated having to go out with him and some other support units and fight, like, you know, a pack of whatevers, and then you know, Naga and then come back and, you know, I hated that part. Hated it. I just wanted to turtle up, build stuff, send a big Zerg army out. Like I wanted to play it like I played StarCraft. Not a big fan of the hero unit, but it's the very essence. It's the seed that was planted that, that, that MOBAs sprung from. I should appreciate it more. I should have respect for it, but I don't. I can kind of get that. They have hero units in the co-op commanders and sometimes I'm not like, you're either upgrading your dude or upgrading your... It feels like you're playing two yeah. different games. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I don't it. play any of the commanders that are hero units. I stay away from those. Yeah. It's not a fan I play of Kerrigan, but I mostly never use her. I just would build Nidus Worms. It's also just such a micro... I mean, micro is a part of RTSs, and I get that. But I just... I don't... I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. It's just a mechanic, and it's a thing I just never liked. Clearly, I'm in the wrong, though, because... Uh, you know, it, here uh, you are doing a Heroes of the Storm yeah, show. Yeah, like an entire genre yeah. is birthed out of that. Like that's but where it you're came also from. not trying to do other things. Like your attention and focus is on your hero. Yeah, solely. that's the other yeah. thing is they and got that leveling part right. is easy. It's mm -hmm. not a chore. Right, you know, it just comes naturally as part of the game for the most part. Yeah, so. and you're not forgetting. Oh shoot, my my uh, whatever building isn't pooping out dudes because I'm busy micromanaging my freaking hero and making sure he doesn't die out in the middle of the woods. I, that just felt antithetical to playing an RTS. Um, while I always appreciated it's uh, what they were trying to do with that, and I think in the single-player campaign, that was 100% cool. No problem. The way that that stuff worked there, great. It's just you get it into the multiplayer arena, and I think it got weird. And I think that's probably why think, that game I never... people felt the same, which is why yeah. the game mode came out of it, right? Yeah. Just like, let's get... Just make it about the hero. Yeah. So, But it's, you know, I mean, just good on Blizzard for sparking it making it into a thing uh, I think one other thing on yeah. these these balance we're not 
not the balance, the PTR patch. Mm. Uh, we can expect Haunted Minds to be removed from gameplay next week. Ever? Completely. Forever? Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. It, it'll be in custom games, but Haunted Minds is out. Gone. Forever. And no, no comment on what for or why that I've seen so far. If anyone knows anything in the chat room, let me know. But looks like it's just we gone. We know why. Why? Because it's not good? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Oh. It may be our first removal of a map. Um, let me think. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? I kind of, if they actually came out and said, yeah, we're not working on it, we're just removing it, it's still available in custom games for... Just for fun. For the sake of museum, whatever, archaeology, I don't know. Just for the sake of Heroes history, we're keeping it in Because otherwise they would straight out, wouldn't they just come out and say, we're reworking it? Otherwise? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think that's what but they've I, done before. I can't remember. That's the problem. But it's I feel just, like they would say either way, though. If they were saying, like, no, we're done. It's never coming back. I feel like that would be worth a discussion. And if they're saying they're reworking it, that would be worth a discussion. Yeah, I agree. So maybe we don't know. Maybe they're just saying, like, you know what? Pull it for now and we'll figure it out later. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yanking a map. And you know what I still haven't seen? I mean, I haven't played 50 games a day or anything, or I'm sure I would have seen it. Still haven't seen the new Hanamura. Doesn't come up for me. I'll bet you tonight in our games, I'll bet it doesn't come up. That's my bet. I've played it a couple times now. Yeah, but just a couple times? As much as you play? That game is not in the rotation enough, or that map. If you want us to see if it's any good, Blizzard, you got to give it a few extra points of uh, uh, however you're doing the averages. Just get it out there more. That's just weird, you know? It's like we never got to truly experience Hanamura ever. <laughs> like all this time later, even. <laughs> I have this really we cool print. don't even print. know what Hanamura is anymore. Right. We, we could organize a custom game if we really needed to, you to see it. Well, that's true, but I'd rather it be the organic thing, you know? It's, I thought we played it last week. Uh, no, hell no. I know we didn't. Because I haven't played it yet. I know I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, just check, just check Gerb's profile when we log in. I mean, you can see if he's played it or not. It's as yeah. simple as that. I mean, admittedly, I haven't. I have not been in game as much as I would like to be, but no, we can just look at your recent history and just say, no, you're right. You haven't played yeah, it. Or you've played it once. Yeah. I've you've never played, played it. it. If you can, if it shows even once, I'd be shocked. I haven't even done it like a try in there. Hmm. So I don't know what's going it's on. It's okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think that was your, I mean, it's fun. I mean, that's a lot better than how you used to feel about it. Right? Yeah. It shows up and I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> I don't get excited. I don't get sad. It's like, oh, all right. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. Get the umbrella. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a hurricane. I'm prepared for what I'm about to experience. (laughs) Uh, All right. Balance patch. Let's talk about that. Kerrigan, all the talk all week I heard from people in my Twitter timeline were about Kerrigan getting nerfed. And apparently that happened. So uh, anyone mad about it? Or are we okay with these changes? Because she was getting banned and everything. She probably Um, needed it. Yeah. I mean, she definitely felt really powerful. She's still counterable, but I think she was feeling like an oppressive force. Uh, yeah. So it was expected. This isn't unexpected. Yeah. Generally speaking, everyone found her very powerful. I know it's funny. There's so many heroes now, so many reworks that I expected to play a lot of Kerrigan and I maybe got three or four games in with her. You That's thought you'd do it. more. Yeah. There's so much not to play. And yeah. Not for lack of it. It's just you're picking a hero and it's like, eh. Well, I get it. Yeah. So we are at that yeah. stage of this game. We just you just sort of like a lot of Kerrigan. She felt good. 
Yeah. She'd probably still feel good. She'll just be a little less. Dumb. Yeah, and it sounds like they're trying to to not completely destroy her. They upped her health. They upped her regen. Um, the big thing is they're reducing how much shielding she gets from her abilities. So there's a bit of a balance there. Um, so it, it sounds like they're trying to just, you know, make her killable. Yeah, that's the important thing. Oop. Yeah. Sorry. Understandably killable. I, I really guess. need is to. Is that your can of compressed air again? <laughs> it's just right here. So I keep fiddling with uh-huh. it. And then it got my finger all cold. <laughs> I got to not play with it. Here. So I also have a bad tendency to play with things near my desk, and right now my thing of choice is a tire pressure gauge, <laughs> which somehow I don't know the exact connection, but I find it funny that you're playing with compressed air and I'm playing they, with it. They tire both make that psh, psh noise, like when you go to use the when yeah. you go to measure it, you'll you hear a psh, psh. yeah. If you put that on a tire, you'd hear the you'd hear some air squeeze out. Well, here, actually, let's do a little foley work. John, hold it up to the camera and act like you're going to do a thing. Ready? Oh, okay. There. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, those are too inflated. They're going to explode. There. Yeah, great. That was probably the best bit we've ever done on this show. I agree. Screw dear Martha and everything else. That was yeah. the best thing ever. All right. Um, what else? Is there uh, anything else big in here? Uh, not really. Some support changes, but nothing. I've been scanning through this, and I don't see anything that jumps out. As yeah, like, your concussion yeah. mine on Junkrat is now going to show uh, where you throw it. I thought it always I didn't did. Play Junkrat that much, but Junkrat when you throw the W, it doesn't show anything till it lands. Well, I don't. So when now, I'm with like, you, I, I like him a lot, but I only heal with you guys anymore when we play together, anyway. But um, yeah, so I always thought I always thought it was visible. It's not visible, or it wasn't um, before. It's visible once it hits the ground. But he can detonate it instantly. So good junk rats, if they know they're putting it in the right spot, give you no chance to dodge it. Is it? Uh, it's still not attackable, though, is it? Because that's the difference no. between this and Overwatch. You can blow that thing up if you see it first, or even the trap. Um, but in this, I think both of those are invulnerable, I believe. Although they're increasing its range a little bit and giving more basic attack damage. Oh, John, you'll love that. You love a junk oh, rat who bounces yeah. you all over the place. Just Here. my favorite character to deal with, junk rat. <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever hear you. It's it's like the old Nova days. I've never heard you quite as frustrated as you get with a with a and, and especially a good junk rat on the other team. Yeah, you get really well salty. like the Nova days and all of that. The good junk rats are always on the enemy team, right? <laughs> I'm never like, wow, this junk rat we got, guys, he's killing it tonight. Yeah. Look at him go. I'm always like, I think this junk rat just downloaded this game. Yeah. And then when he's on the enemy team, it's like he has somehow worked out a, a complete like <laughs> that scene in Civil War where Iron Man just says, hey, analyze Captain America's attack pattern. Yeah. And then he just immediately knows how to defend against him somehow. Yeah, that's what Junkrat does to hit me. No matter how I try to move, I walk into another explosion. Of yeah, he's a he's a bit of a bastard. Turns out um, <laughs> so, there's an awesome note for a bug fix in here. What is it? Um, j- bug fix is general. Fixed a crash that could affect Berkey. <laughs> That's wow. all it says. All right. And I know they don't go into detail, but usually it would say something like, fixed an issue with Berkey that would cause a crash. <laughs> so so the way the sentencing is that 
the crash is causing a problem for Murky. Not the other way around. He just gets very sad. Every time someone crashes, his win rate goes down by 1%. Yep, there it is. <laughs> like Something like that. It affects Murky. That's crashes. pretty funny. I just like the way it's written. Fixed a crash that could affect Murky. You don't need to know anything else. Just... Hey, what's wrong with Murky? I don't know. He's been down ever since that crash. He just, <laughs> he just, he just isn't bouncing back from it. Yeah, his attack damage is reduced by forty percent because of all the crashing. That's right, crashing Murky. What yeah, are you so gonna do? Notes just like like general touches. I recommend people peruse it to look at their favorite heroes. But there's nothing too too pernicious in here, except I will note again and a list. It's gotten so bad that I bring this up that I've had listeners tweet me directly. Yeah. The scaling, the damage scaling on Lightning Fury, Cassia, has been reduced from 4.5 to 4. Where is this written? Oh my More God. scaling that isn't shown to Bo. You scaling this. needs to be visible. I want to know the scales of everything in the client, not on Heroes Hearth or anywhere else where that information has proven to be incorrect and it's not their fault because where are they getting this information? In the client. In the client. Yeah, make it make it available just so we can, Bo can be sleeping at night better. Not since Mr. Holland's Opus has someone been so intent on scales. Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, okay, they can't all be winners. Everybody. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's a bit of interesting uh, stuff. And by the way, and you know, limited notes are uh, again, I think, indicative of we're about to hit BlizzCon. They're not going to go crazy with some stuff right before that. Um, Hots, uh, that is to say Heroes of the Storm, not uh, Heart of the Swarm, is the sixth most watched esports in hours total viewed on Twitch. That's kind of great. Uh, it's not always obvious, <laughs> you know, like you'll log in and it's like everyone else is up there. And when they do big HTC stuff, you, it's, you see it move up in the ranks, but. You know, there are times where Heroes is way further down that list than I'd like to see it. But um, sixth most viewed esports in hours, that's kind of insane. And I think yeah, that's, so it must be spread out more on multiple streams or something. Or, or how do, how well, do we account so we're for not that? Talking, we're not talking just generally viewed. We're talking right. esports events. So, right. you know, you'll notice Fortnite is not on this list. That's because Fortnite... <laughs> Has despite no being the most popular or most viewed game on twitch does not have esports infrastructure to speak of that people are watching yeah the big ones are league of legends the csgo and dota 2 overwatch hearthstone and hots which is to me a fantastic place now their numbers are in the low like the, they're really high and they drop off steeply yeah but that's still a pretty impressive number. Mm -hmm. Like that's the kind of thing you want to see as a heroes player to go like, oh wow, yeah, this is you know this is this is of interest to people. People are tuning in. Um, that's a lot of hours watched in 2018. And um, what's RL? What's number ten? RL. What's that? Real life. Uh, <laughs> no, it can't be real life esports. No, um, RL. Shoot. Uh, the author of Goosebumps. No. R R R Ridge Lacer. Isn't there uh, like a Realm Legends or something like that? Real Legends. Ra Real Ride the Lizard. I have no Not idea. Glory. What's that mobile one you keep talking about? Oh, Rocket uh, League. Rocket oh, that's Rocket oh, League. Oh, Rocket League. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I, miss I haven't played Rocket League in a while. I feel like playing it. I mean, like, we do better than PUBG. 
Yeah. Which, you know, before Fortnite came along, PUBG was all the rage. Sure. I mean, so, it still does yeah. all right. But here's what's interesting to me, and this is what I bet makes Blizzard happy. Fourth through seventh, all Blizzard games, they are the only company with multiple multiples of four anyway. I, I can't see anybody else who's owned by the same people. I guess League and PUBG are now both owned by Tencent. So technically they... But they were acquired. Anyway, Blizzard, Overwatch, Hearthstone... Heroes of the Storm and StarCraft 2, all on this list. And right next to each other, interestingly enough. Uh, boy, $240 million for League of Legends. CSGO, $212. Uh, these are hours. Dota, $280 million hours. This is hours, right? Yeah, esports yeah. hours watched. Yeah. Uh, then you got Overwatch drops down to 96 $43 million for Hearthstone and Hots at 19.5, and then everything else comes below that. But I think that's pretty respectable. I don't... I don't think it's buying the Blizzard portfolio. It's a solid fourth. Like, I don't think it beats Dota two, but the combined portfolio is close. Yeah, like 160 million. Like, I think they would look at it. I mean, I know if I was them, that's kind of how I would look at it. Yeah, kind of bums me out though. These guys invented it. Like, you could argue StarCraft two and maybe Unreal and Quake and stuff too, but you could argue that esports didn't really exist in any organized way until starcraft and the fact that they're relegated to fourth fifth sixth and seventh and there's somebody else in the top three is annoys me a little but that's just because i love blizzard and i think they deserve to be up there but whatever. i completely agree they're a little they tend to be a little slow to strike which is right now kind of a problem uh when you think about it when when we were younger games weren't patched as frequently there was no early access there was none of these things so a game coming out broken was awful like because it was just a broken game nowadays these kids i'm gonna say uh are willing to play a janky as hell game and put up with it on the promise that one day it might be okay and they're more than happy to put their time and effort into it and Blizzard's tendency to wait and make sure it's polished and great when it comes out doesn't play to the no strike now while it's new and fresh and great and big. Yeah. So it it's a hard audience, I think, for them to reach because of their pedigree. Yep. How many if you took 240 million hours, I'm looking at that uh, league number. I just want to do some quick math. Uh, hold on. Calculator. All right. So here's what I'm thinking. 240. You divide that by 24. That's no, that can't be right. Two hundred and forty million. Sorry, <laughs> that's twenty four is ten. That's twenty four. How many zeros is twenty two hundred forty million? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> it is seven zeros. I'm missing a zero. That's it. Didn't look right. Okay, so two hundred forty million divided by twenty four. That is ten million days. Divide that by 365. Oh, I see what you're doing here. 2,000 or 27,397.2 years of time. Wow. Put that yeah, in your just... toilet and flush it. My gosh, dude. That's a lot. Of t- I know that's right. not one person watching 240 hours of anything, but geez, that's just uh, the numbers get crazy. I love infographics. I wish somebody would do one on this. Anyway, well, the one thing I did find it, uh, I did the math on the Blizzard stuff. I think it's 176 million for their portfolio combined. Yeah. Which is only four shy from Dota 2. 
<laughs> so while the games, while the games like themselves look like smaller, the Blizzard presence is head and shoulders with the top three, right? Overall, like from a, if you're looking at it from a company standpoint, right? Right. Plus, but that's yes. just from this list. I'm sure World of Warcraft is on there if you go down further. Uh, oh yeah, probably yeah, especially this year. And really... there was an infographic today where apparently Battle for Azeroth is I don't know about esports, but has seen a huge spike in Twitch view time with yeah. the release of the latest expansion. For so sure. Who knows what that's first factor in? First couple studies. of weeks there, it was like number two most of those days. It was doing really well. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, chat but, room. Uh, I know I they're they're making fun of my math. I understand that if I didn't put the zeros, it's still ten million. It could be represented by ten. You just add the zeros. I know. I did. He did it right, guys. He did it right. I'm on the air. I'm I'm thinking on my feet, and and it, and I yes, I I took an extra step and didn't need to. I got it. All right. Hey, he's been practicing his math muscles <laughs> over at There Will Be Dungeons. He's got to figure out his attack rolls and skill rolls, <coughs> especially yeah. with Blood Ball. This is, this is new Scott. This is post D and D Scott, yeah. not pre D and D. Blood Blood Ball is enough to make everybody go back and study their math. Uh, it appears. Anyway, so that's what that is. That's kind of interesting. Hey, uh, before we get to an email, I would like to remind people. Actually, I'm going to have John remind people of oh. something, but I'm going to do it uh, in a way that we like and we're used to. So. John, take it away. Hey there. Do you like Heroes of the Storm? That's great. Now just imagine a game of heroes, except it's totally different. And the video game is actually a bunch of books and notes. There Will Be Dungeons brings all the fun of Heroes of the Storm in a way that no way resembles Heroes of the Storm. We know you'll like it. There Will Be Dungeons every Saturday at 2 p.m. Pacific. I could play that all the rest of the night. I just love it. <laughs> I never get tired of that music. Uh, well done. Good job on that. And now this. Your emails. That's right. We got an email from Josh. He sent an email in to heroes for you. Sorry, core at heroes for you.com. That's core at heroes for you.com. Or you can just go to the website heroes for you.com and click on the contact link. Either one works just fine. Josh says, hey, guys, just recently started listening, and I'm loving the show so far. So to make a long story short, what kind of advice do you have for someone who almost exclusively played AI games since Alpha? I've only uh, ever found the courage to venture out to quick play uh, when they bait me with some Overwatch promotion. Each time that has happened, I've told myself I was going to stick with it, but I always chicken out and retreated back to the safety of versus AI. The more I hear from your show and others, the more I feel like I'm missing out on so much by hiding in my own little bubble. I think at this uh, point, aside from just general anxiety, I can't help but worry that I may be a hindrance to other players simply because I've likely developed a lot of bad habits from only playing against bots. Any tips that could potentially help me escape my own personal robot hell would be greatly appreciated. Josh. So this is a variant on a question we get a lot. Or we have in the past. Um, this could have been me. Yeah, this was this was almost John. John, tell everyone how you got out of the the horrible cycle that you were in. I had friends make me play quick match <laughs> until I got used to it, nice. and that sounds uh, a little goofy, but I actually think it's probably the best advice I can give. Find somebody you like playing with, 
join. There's lots of communities you can join, ours included. Uh, see if there's any like-minded players or friends that you can get to to get into the game. Uh, you know, it's a it's cheap buy-in because it's a free game. And just see if you can get a friend to to say, we're going to go in there together. Because I will tell you, for me personally, as somebody that doesn't like to deal with all the drama and all the you're bad and get good and all the stuff that can happen, having somebody to laugh at it with is way better than just sitting there and taking it all and internalizing it all and having to deal with it like that. Yeah. So I would say my my big advice to you is just get in there and play it. Do not worry about skill. You are you have developed bad habits playing against AI. It's a guaranteed. You're going to just have to develop those away and hopefully the matchmaker will be good to you and put you in games that feel right for your level and and you'll have that time and you'll have that place uh to to grow and to get better at the game and the best thing to do is to bring a friend for it so that if things go bad if you do get a, a salty samuel in there you all can just laugh about it and move on to the next thing <laughs> salty samuel have we yeah. said that before? that sounds new to me for some reason never heard it That's, before uh, i broke it out for just for this episode <laughs> just for this emailer nice um yeah, I, I agree with everything John said. And it doesn't have to be a five stack of your best friends or three, uh, four of your best friends. It can be just one other guy that you just like and play with, and that's it. You don't you don't have to go too crazy. Bo, any other advice you would want to levy? Well, I, think, I think John said it all. I think it's just a matter of getting used to it. And it, I think his advice is great. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't have even thought of it, which is to have a friend along to make the any vitriol more palatable. Don't yeah. worry about being bad. Just have fun. I'd say play the heroes you enjoy playing more than trying to play something you don't want to. Yeah, and the other thing I would do, uh, this is maybe bad advice or it's just putting yourself in a different kind of bubble. I don't know. But as soon as you get in, if you're just not wanting to hear jerks be jerky, just mute everybody's messages immediately. And they can still ping in game and tell you where to go. And, you know, well, we're, we're all going boss or whatever. Like that stuff can still happen in these nonverbal ways. But you don't have to listen to somebody pop off about, let's try healing next to, you know, or whatever they're going to say. And you don't have to hear those guys. And so they, they just become more advanced AI bots. And that's okay too. As an, Maybe that's just the next step. And then you can ease yourself into more communication. Before you know it, you'll be on voice comms, talking to everybody like it's your, like it's your you know, left hand. Which isn't even a phrase. I made that up. But you know what I'm saying. You get where I'm coming I think, from. I think he's onto something with the whole bad habits and muscle memory. It's just you're learning new muscle memory and habits of thought. Yeah. So yeah. sooner you do it, the better your hero's experience will be because the bots are solvable. And that game, I, I don't know how people do it like I, yeah. I, for long periods of time. I get logging in doing some AI matches for the funsies, but once you figure them out, they're not. <laughs> it's not a hard game. Right. You'll, yeah. be, <clears throat> you'll be very happy you did <clears throat> we can we can guarantee you that part you're gonna have a lot more fun in this game than you would ever against those bots you've already got those bots figured out time to move on to peeps and i don't mean the tasty pink ones or yellow Beep. ones actually do they have peeps in canada no i have no idea about this cultural phenomenon so you don't know about peeps looks, interesting it's just a weird thing you guys think peeps peeps you're, you and your peeps and your corn dogs. Yeah, we like our corn dogs. Wait, you don't have corn dogs in They're pogos. Po oh. Pogos? What? A pogo a here. Name. What what do we what's what do we what? You call them corn dogs. 
Here, I'm going to send something to you in Discord. That right there is a peep. Well, there's a grouping of peeps. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what this is. Do they call them something else, or do you I mean, just not have them? I, I know what it is based on you guys having, you know, we've done, we've been together a long time. I both right. consider you close friends, and I listen in on the weird uh-huh. ways of Americana. <laughs> yeah, and Peep being one of them, like Scott talks about them frequently when it's a certain time of the year. Yeah, Easter. Yeah, they are season. But we may have them in Canada. I don't know. I've never eaten one. Never seen one IRL. Yeah. Well, if you yeah. ever do, the only way to eat them, in my opinion, this is just a little fun thing for everybody at home. I don't know if this is going to be useful to anyone in the States. You may already know this, but they're better if you leave them out, get a little bit stale, and then eat them. They're not good fresh out of the package, in my yeah. opinion. So just let them, let them get a little hard. Let them sit on the table for a bit. Just sitting there crystallizing a little bit, and then then it's a palatable, decent peep. Outside of that, they're really not even food. They're just... So- yeah. Sorry, Scott. No, go ahead. What, what is the strangest thing of American culture to observe from the outside? Please. What is the thing that we seem into that is the oddest? Please say. Uh, well, lemon, you want lemon. you want to be me to give a real answer? <laughs> I don't know Canadian? if it isn't if it isn't lemon pie Gatorade. I don't know. There's a lot. It, it, the gun culture. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> like if I'm just being. Like, I don't want to be sober. We're having jokes. We're making jokes, but it, honestly, the the fascination with. Uh, Guns is something I get as part of an American, um, you know, a right to bear arms, right to defend yourself, all that kind of business. But also at the same time, like, eh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Yeah, we kind of did that to ourselves, that one. That one was self-inflicted, yeah. no pun intended. Oh, okay, I see where that went astray. Mm. And a good one. I think it's an accurate one. But what's the weirdest food then? The weirdest food? Yeah. yeah. Gun-shaped peeps. Food. Well, you deep fry everything. Like deep fried Snickers bar. Oh. Well, we uh, that's uh, those are those are outliers. I feel like people hear like fair cult like state fair culture uh, or you know, at the state fair you can get a Twinkie wrapped in a hot dog f- deep fried in butter, which is probably true. And you hear about that and go, "Wow, what are Americans eating?" Well, no, it's just like one disgusting person at, at the freaking fair in Iowa did it. Oh, okay. So that is fair stuff. I've never uh, had it. I've never. To seen be it. honest, a lot of Canadian culture is influenced by Americana. Like it's, we embrace it. We love it. We watch all your Netflix shows. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, much to the chagrin of my university teachers, like, oh, you're watching American films. You need to watch Canadian films. <laughs> you know, like, it's like no one wants to watch Canadian movies. They're terrible, except like Trailer Park Boys. We don't do much good. Sorry, Canada. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love Trailer Park Boys. So yeah, I mean, our theater yeah. is, is is excellent. Yeah, no, but, uh, and your comedy—you got amazing like, comedy people that come out of like. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is a Canadian. Sure, he's like man, I'm going to the states to make movies. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and he's made some Canadian movies. They're bad. Yeah. Um. Every you know, so. but look, almost every good comedian I can point to, someone who really changed things, like really affected stuff in comedy, they all come from Canada. Sometimes they come down here and they stay here and they even get citizenship here. And I don't know why they're bailing on you, but man, like uh, uh, SCTV up there was amazing. John Candy, freaking Eugene Levy, Martin Short. Like, there's no money in it. A lot of the actors, yeah, a lot of the actors who stay in Canada to do acting work make less than minimum wage. I, I went to a workshop for voice actors here in Ottawa, and I met this guy who's done a ton of Canadian television. Yeah. And voiceover for like the X Men animated series. I can't remember who he played on there. 
but like he, Wolverine. He, no, I don't think so. But um, he he did, he did a lot of voiceover work. There used to be a big recording studio here in Ottawa, and he was telling all this stuff. Make they make nothing here. That's interesting. Like, you know, he's just like because he, he's like, so you'd like to get into voice work and acting. Expect to earn less than minimum wage. <laughs> it was not inspiring. He was telling tales of woe as like the Canadiana thing. Like there's a there's a reason we don't pay for Canadian film the same way and TV the same way we do American stuff. Yeah. So and then there's no great art and all the talent goes south. So. That's right. You watch a lot of your stuff. Well, I'm, we're I'm glad. And no, I don't like Letter Kenny. I think Letter Kenny's okay when it's I, short I, and bursts. It's okay. Personally, Trailer Park Boys being the exception, I hate the whole, hey, I'm Canadian, eh? So you want to go get some beer? <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, you want to go down to the Tim Hortons? Yeah, hey, Bill. Like, I'll laugh at it, too, but, like, I don't find it funny. That's right, no, like, I get it. So so people. how do you feel about Bob and Doug McKenzie and that whole thing? They predated me, so I just got to give them respect. Out of sure, I, I don't really I haven't really watched them too much, but honestly, you should watch. I think it's it's the same thing you do with the you know how Britain Brits they sound smart and they come over and you're like look at his accent, but back home they're just like whatever he's just some bloke, you know, like, right? Whatever. Like, they're like us with southern people. Yeah, it's the same thing yeah, with the south. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally get that, but I guess I what I want you to do is watch. You should watch. Um, uh, what's the Bob and Doug movie? I can't think all of a sudden. Oh, there's um, a, there's an exception. Sorry to the filmmaking thing. David Cronenberg is a Canadian. Oh yeah, he's I'll great. Give, I'll give that. And oh, Strange uh, Strange Brew. You need to watch Strange yeah. Brew, the Bob and Doug McKenzie movie, and then and then tell us if it was any good or not because we all think it is, but I'm not sure. Hmm. I've never seen it. Oh my gosh, what? Yeah. How am I the it. only one? This doesn't make sense. I never really. But here's the weird thing: is growing up, I did impersonations of it. Oh well, yeah, everyone I never, did. I never saw it. Their their album. Me doing an impersonation of other people who did impersonations their, their great, great white north album was on repeat in my house i loved those guys and i and back then canada was super mysterious like today i have whatever we're all connected look at us now doing a show on the internet for free like hmm. it's it's just crazy now but back then that just seemed like what people talk like like it was so exciting australia was the same way it's like paul hogan this is a knife. What? Like we all thought that was <laughs> That's great. That's crazy. Cultures. Yeah. What? Yeah. We just didn't uh, know any better. Doing a bad Canadian impression and uh, used to get me kicked out of history class in middle school. <laughs> really? Was your teacher yeah. Canadian and offended, or no? He just didn't like that we were talking during class, and we were just oh. sitting back there going, "How's the fishing, eh? How's oh, it going, eh? Good. Yeah." And then, uh, and then he'd kick us out of class. But what he didn't know is he thought we were doing it to be disruptive to his class. Yeah. He did not realize that me and my friend were doing it simply to entertain ourselves. So he would come out and this, uh, I won't, I won't say his name, but he, he talked exactly like Mr. Mackey from South Park. <laughs> and so he, he would come out and he would say, okay, boys, do you think you can come back into class now? And, <laughs> and we would go, Oh, I don't know. Eh? The fishing's way better out here than it was in there. And well, he just let us sit outside the entire time because he thought we were doing it to be disruptive. We were just happy to now be doing it in a place that wouldn't get us in trouble. Oh, that's great. Well, see, look, your culture turns out, Bo, is... The one other thing, though, that you have, I have to add to this conversation, just for fullness, is we send you all of our talent, then you bring them back up here to film. Because yeah. you film a ton of stuff yeah. in Canada. You can keep... I know because... 
uh, in like the year like 2005, I ran into Stifler mm. at the Starbucks. Yeah. How'd that go? <laughs> it was, I'm in Ottawa. Stifler's like some magical person from Hollywood in the American Pie movies. And then we're just hanging out, me and my friend Mike playing backgammon in the Starbucks. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> what? Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. You guys play backgammon in a Starbucks. Play, my, friend Mike, my friend Mike was super into backgammon. He was like, you got to play backgammon. So we always, every time we get together, we used to play a lot. Yeah. And um, it's a sport. It's a, it's a, it's up there with chess. It's a high. Yeah, high high minded sport. I was about right. to say high intensity. Yeah, um, I don't know why. And uh, and Stifler walks in, and the whole Starbucks was like, "Yeah, was this his drugs?" I was like, is that really Stifler? And this, it, it, it this, was. One of this is his drug. People talk to him, but it might have been his drug time. What's his name? Scott Hayden, Monkey Sean, Church, Sean, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott, right? He's uh, great so, in the rundown. Oh, he's great. The he's rundown's great. great. Oh, I'd love the rundown. Sorry. Even though, even though it's like, oh my god, it's a Hollywood celebrity in Ottawa. What the hell? Like, yeah. he still wasn't cool enough to be like, let's go say hi. We were like, eh, let's get back to Vancouver. Well, it's all in, <laughs> it's all in Vancouver now, right? Vancouver's where everybody goes. Yeah. Well, Ottawa too, Montreal. There's a ton of movies filmed in Montreal and Toronto. I think like Batman: The Dark Knight Rises was filmed in Toronto. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, uh, tons this, of stuff up here. This game, this uh, Assassin's Creed we're playing right now, was made right there in Montreal. So. Montreal's a hotbed for video games. Yeah, especially Ubisoft. They're, Ubisoft and Eidos. They hire all those Frenchies. Wow. I mean, French Canadians. Lives there. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> French Canadians live in Quebec. Yeah, but I mean, they're, they're a, they have English people too. They're just a French-founded company, so they, I think, they like each other as all. Well. Uh, what is it? Boobisoft? What's the thing they said? Boobisoft. <laughs> you guys were doing the live stream for Ubisoft. Oh, the humble bumble. Oh, humble bumble. Humble bumble. Yeah, I have that. Uh, I'm going to play it because now you've asked for it. Here it is. This is a French guy talking about a humble bundle. <laughs> <laughs> he was serious, too. That's like a serious pronunciation no, of that. It's not supposed to be funny, but uh-uh. it is. It is really funny. All right. Um, well, that's going to do it for today's show, everybody. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this little out, uh, off skirt here we did at the end. It's not even a word. Uh, but be a we'll... segment on TMS. <laughs> yeah, we should be. <laughs> We are going to be playing games here shortly, so if you hang around, uh, you can watch our Team League team get it on. Hopefully, we play better than last week. Last week, we've lost like everything but one, which really sucked. But I do have my uh, weird lag on the third game thing figured out. It's all fixed now, so shouldn't lose the stream third game in because uh, it's. I'm not even going to talk about how dumb it is, but it's dumb uh, what was causing that. So anyway, uh, stick around. Watch for those uh, things. If you'd like to send us an email, just like... Uh, Josh did. You can do it. Core at heroesforyou.com. You can find us on Twitter at Core Heroes. John underscore Jagger. I'm at Scott Johnson. Bo's at Bo Schwartz. And uh, you can find everything over at heroesforyou.com. Do not forget, if the uh, if you're sitting around going, oh man, I just want to support this show. I love everything they do. Why, oh why, is there not a way for me to support it directly? Oh, there is, it turns out. Go to patreon.com slash core show. Oh yeah, that's easy. Write it down, tell your friends, patreon.com slash core show, and a big thanks to everybody who already is. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next time. Bye.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 